It's raining, man. Hallelujah. It's raining, man. Da. I'm in Iserlohn. Again, where my aunt lives. Another football field episode. First one I talked about functionality. I was walking around in circles on the football field. The second one I talked about how I talked about the first one. <laughs> and then I think... Uh, not entirely sure I was writing the book at the time. So I was in that like very weird mental state. My hair was long. I was still in Hamburg. I still had my thesis upcoming. And I wanted to get the book done by my birthday. I'm just thinking how it's funny that I did this to myself, like this podcast when I was done recording weekly. It's raining and I'm outside talking to myself. Uh, I'm trying to remember how I talked to myself some other times. Just uh, I really took my reflection with myself to a very different level. And the growth I've seen in my mental state this past year alone has been insane. So I don't know what's going to happen in seven more years of this, you know? A lot's been going through my mind. And it's all been happening in relation to the things that I'm creating. So the things that I'm creating are the new books that I'm writing and the podcast <laughs> weekly. So everything that I'm looking at, I'm looking at, okay, how can I use this? what's happening to me right now to write about it in a way that's in a context of a narrative that can be infinite and remain objectively far longer than I can ever remain and that can influence thought remember that's the goal of all of this I think <laughs> at least to influence thought and if like I write a book that a lot of people actually read Imagine just having that like 0.01% of an influence on thought and how these people are going to continue acting through their own lives and how all of that will ripple and how the character thinks and how he's approaching things and all of that is a lot of what I think the ideal of intelligence is. Not that I'm living that myself, but I'm trying, I guess. But when you write, you have all the time in the world, you know? It's not like there's any rush, and I learned that after writing an incomplete book, in my opinion. Is that as long as I create something that eventually I'm proud of, I don't really mind a lot of other things. As long as it's there, you know, you have, you have the time. You have all the time in the world to create something good as long as you're gradually progressing towards it. So I'm writing 3,000 words a week, and... If I don't try 3,000 words a week, Johannes gets 10 euros. So we're doing that again, that stick thing. So there's stick.com with two Ks. S-T-I-C-K-K dot com. And I committed to writing 3,000 words a day. Sorry, a week. And I even told Johannes, like, dude, I don't even care if I write la 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 3,000 times. As long as I get that shit written down, I'm happy just to get back into the habit. You know, we try to go in like very hard all at once. 
to establish our habits and sometimes all it takes to break a pattern is to just do something very tiny every day. So instead of doing yoga for two hours every day, start with opening up your yoga mat for like two minutes, five minutes, and then closing it again. Just get used to this initiation, like the, the start, which is me opening the yoga mat and putting it on the floor, or going to the gym and then going back home. You know, I used to tell myself when I used to go to the gym regularly, like a year ago, is I don't care if I even work out. I'm just gonna walk to the gym, and then if I leave right then and there, I'm happy, I'm proud. That was the... That was the goal. And, but eventually, like once you're there, you actually work out. But just the start, this pattern, like I can go home and I can start watching TV or cooking and eating and trying to find someone to chat with, or I can sit down and, and start doing stuff. So just that initial, initial thing, initial momentum that you follow has so much effect on you. But I'm just very comfortable with the fact that I know that no matter what happens, I know these 3000 words are gonna be written by the end of the week. And eventually, as I move through my life and as, I, as everything comes together, more and more of the story will come together and hopefully it's going to be a good one. At least to me, like I just wanted to, but then again, like I don't wanna overextend my expectation of what the characters are, or what the story can be, because then if it's too perfect and I start writing it and my expectations and my tastes don't match with what I'm writing, then what the fuck, you know? So I'm just looking at the football field in front of me, which is right next to a bar, <laughs> and I'm standing beneath like this uh, roof thingy, so I don't get wet. So I don't get wet. Da -da -da -da. I've been searching for dopamine hits a lot less than I usually do. So when I came to my aunt's place, I just turned off my phone. Now I turned it back on so that I can record this, obviously. But I just didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to... There's, there's no information outside of my current surroundings that's actually relevant for me at the moment. I think I took care of everything that I needed to care, take care of before leaving. And now I'm just like really relaxed and relaxing. Of course, there's a lot of things that I think I can do, like uh, edit my online courses and upload them before the year finishes, before the year ends. And like the writing, like I feel like writing a bit today, and all of that, and I'm really excited for it because I see the story shaping itself and shaping me and me shaping myself with it, you know, because I can see how my ego, my personality and all of that, it's a lot of it hinges on the fact that like, whatever happens to me, I think to myself, how can I write about this? <laughs> or how does this fit into the story? What can I take out of this as a lesson? So it's funny, like my ego developed in the, in the sense that I'm not seeing things as I'm not taking things so personally, I'm taking them in the point of, okay, this is something I'm observing, how can I use this? I'm not sure I des described that completely right, but I'm developing as a writer rather than any normal person that's just going through their lives with things happening to them. I'm relating it all back to what I can eventually write. So it's this other level of, of, <laughs> of awareness that I'm trying to, to see, I guess. And then there's this here doing this right now 
doing something that I respect myself for doing. Carly's episode was nice. It took me a lot longer to upload it than I wanted to, but I uploaded it. Uh, and I wrote about it on Facebook and like I basically told everyone more or less uh, this happened. And more and more I care less and less what people can think about me. And I'm, I really appreciate that because it helps me create in a way that, that's more suitable to me. Whatever people think, it's so temporary. Everyone's attention is so fleeting. There's no point in caring about it too much. Unless you, like, there's people in the world that know how to play with attention. To give a bit of attention here and there to keep people, like, hooked for a very long time. But I don't, I don't have the energy to keep doing that. I just want to write something fucking amazing and then write something else that's amazing and just keep doing amazing things in my life that make me happy. Like, I'm realizing more and more that it's just about what makes me comfortable in a way where I can see progress in a, in a good way, you know? What problems can I keep solving until, like, now I'm in a stage where, okay, like, I have structure, I have, I have a job that I have to go to every day, even though I'm not doing much because the company went bankrupt. But hey, like I don't have internet at home and it gives me the chance to actually take care of the things that I need to take care of uh, without feeling pressure or anything like that. So I go, I take care of everything that I need to take care of. I fix everything, I do my phone calls, I apply to other jobs, I do what I have to do. And then when I get home, I'm reading, I'm writing, I'm meditating, I'm doing whatever. I'm cooking for, like bulk cooking for three, four days. Found a roommate, uh, I hope he pays <laughs> his rent. And yeah, I'm waiting for the internet to get hooked up, but just nice because I, the last Tuesday, so it's Sunday the 22nd, so Tuesday was maybe the 19th, no Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Why do I think Tuesday was the 19th? Was it the 17th? Anyhow. I went and tried an MMA class, mixed martial arts, it was pretty cool. Didn't feel like it pushed me the way it needed to, but they were teaching me the basics a lot, which are things I need to learn, and, and like, it's the cheapest, best place that I can find, where you, you pay monthly, you get to go to as many classes as you want, while other places you have to pay for this one specific class, and you get to go three times a week, and it's more expensive. So I want to start with something, something cheap that teaches me the basics properly, and I get a good foundation and then like I can push myself more when I know I have a more stable job with more money and everything coming in. But something I really think is true is that you, you can't, like I see people in my job that were like super, super stressed of the fact that, oh, they're going to be unemployed within three months. And they stopped caring about other people and they only cared about themselves, especially our HR manager, man. I'll never respect this person in my life. Whatever the fuck, you're, you're old enough to, to not act like a kid in these situations, you know? I'm still pissed, you know? I organized the workshop for her to do and she promised she'd give it. And then, she, like, when it was about to happen, she's like, fuck it, I don't wanna, I don't feel like giving it. And she was so okay with it. Like, I don't see how anyone can be like that. But anyhow, like, I, I opened up a new bank account and I closed my other one and had to, like, change all my automatic payments to, to the new one. So I opened up uh, two separate bank accounts, two online banks that allow you to open a lot of sub-accounts. 
and I have like a sub account for how much I expect to go out for restaurants per month, how much I want to spend on self-care, just myself, like either massages or saunas or fucking skin products, which I eventually got. Like I, I never used any anything for my face, like moisturizer, moisturizer and other things. And I, I ordered like some online that I can start using. So so like at the, the second I got my salary, I created I had these sub accounts created already and I put like a bit of money into each sub account. So I have a sub account for travel and adventure that I just put 30 euros in so that like okay now I have 30 euros that I can spend on traveling whenever and not feel bad about it. I put 50 euros and restaurants I can I can eat at and like that's like I, I got my salary for the 12 days that I worked between the 18th of November and the 31st of December sorry 31st of November so that was like 12-13 days that I got paid for which was about 500 euros it was 490 euros so I only had that much money but then like I budgeted it I put it in places I put uh 50 for eating outside i put 80 euros for play and burn money that i can uh did i say 50 or 80 i put 80 euros in play and burn where i can just go out and spend it and, and like have fun without worrying about about it and i didn't even i didn't spend all of it either i spent half of it and then i put all of it in, into something else um which i find it's, it's really cool that i've started doing this because Whenever I'm anywhere, let's say I'm a, I'm at a restaurant and I want to order something for 10 euros, that's, I know, okay, like if I eat this, I have four more times where I can eat outside. Um, and I, I order this thing and I'm so like guilt-free of ordering it because back when all of my money was jumbled together and I didn't have income, like I'd have my parents sending me money or my cousin or my brother or my sister or like... I didn't have control over my finances and then when you don't have that control you don't know what you get to spend your money on or what you don't I had this like vague idea of the payments that I had to keep in mind and the things that I have to or wanted to pay for and this generally really really helped me it really helped out now that I know that okay I have this much to spend and I'm very comfortable with spending it so I had 29 euros in self-care I took them out of that account and put them in my main account after spending like 35 euros on skincare products an entire bundled package for everything that a man can need for his face I just want to fucking try it out man I never did anything for my face and I like why not you know a lot of the times I wake up feeling like I have puffy eyes and like I want to I want to wake up knowing I have a clean face and I'm gonna go into my day with a clean face I don't know what type of mentality that would give me as I continue in my day Uh, <laughs> but that's so cool because whenever I spend something on anything I take it from the relevant account and put it in my main account where most of the expenses go out from and the income goes in so that, that account is like the main account where everything is going in and out and then bam uh, you fill it in with everything else that you, you spend so when I get my next salary I'm going to budget again and see okay, this month I put this much here, that's how much I spent, okay, this month I'll put this much in, I'll reassess and put in again. One thing that's cool is that I had, like, when I got my salary, quickly I put 
50 euros in, a, in like an account that I put where I wanted to save money. And I called it the, my financial freedom account, uh, which like I learned all of these basics in that workshop that I went that I talked about the millionaire mind intensive. You can find the episode that was like a cult like type of workshop where they just tried to sell you shit. But uh, <laughs> like I did take a lesson or two out of it, which was cool. Uh, the sub accounts thing is cool. Uh, so what else? Uh, with this financial freedom account, I put 50 euros in it and I there's an option where whatever you pay for, like let's say I bought something for 4 euros, it rounds it to the nearest 2 euros and it puts that amount into my savings account. So if I bought something for 4 euros, it rounds it up to 6, I think, and then it puts those 2 euros into my, into my uh, savings account. So I end up paying 2 extra euros that go into my savings account. So at the end of the day, I had like 65 euros in this account. And then I went to this uh, venture capitalist type of crowdfunding uh, event. And these guys talked about their platform and how startups can raise c cash through their platforms. And like as a startup, you, you they, they assess you. And then once they allow you to be on their platform, they only accept like 3% of all applicants or maybe even less because they'll only accept people that they expect to raise that money and would succeed and would go for another round and raise some more money. At that point, the share that I bought, for example, would increase in value and I could sell it as long as I find the buyer to actually buy it. So a company might be valued at, at 10 million and, and when they go for another round of funding, their valuation might go up to 30 million and that's like three times their worth uh, based on like nothing <laughs> if I find someone to buy that then I make three times the money almost maybe with a bit of a loss in that but like I found this concept of, of raising cash quite fun you know about you know 99% of startups fail anyways and I'm living that you know I'm in one that's failing and has failed actually uh, and I know how risky it is, but, but out of the 20 that you invest in, if two or three actually work out, then you make like such a, such a big margin on it. And then again, like you're supporting people that are actually trying to change something good. So I bought one share in a company that does yellow pea protein, not yellow pea protein, yellow pea milk, which is basically like green peas. It's a type of pea that just has a lot of protein and, and they made milk out of it somehow. And I thought that was cool because I drink yellow pea protein uh, as, as, as in a protein shake. That's just completely yellow peas, so it's very natural. Uh, no chemicals or anything like that. It has a lot of protein in it. So I bought one share in that for like 15 euros. And I bought another share in a company called Dry Grow where they, they, found, they created this new type of technology where you can grow uh, this type of plant that has nine times more protein than normal plants that grows on literally 3% of the amount of water that normal plants need to grow on. So they grow this in very, very dry places. So I thought, fuck, that's actually like a nice, uh, a nice thing to get behind. So I bought another share with those. So that was a total of maybe 45 euros of those two shares. That was like money I knew I could afford losing because I had that money in that account. 
my financial freedom account and if I by any chance like I really doubt these two companies are actually gonna make me any money back but it's just for the experience uh, that I did that just like opening or closing your yoga mat I think this is something that I'd like to continue doing uh, later on when I have more capital to, to invest um, if I make any money it goes back into the financial freedom account it doesn't go into any other account and then that's money I can invest in again or keep uh, maybe for a rough time or something I, I don't know how my life is going to turn out but uh, yeah that's uh, I thought a pretty cool thing like now that I have control over my finances I know what I'm spending my money on what I can buy what I can't I'm more uh, uh, w like I was very aware of that now I'm just more aware of that in a way that's very freeing and now I know like okay I can get this now and then I can get this then and this I need more now let's get this now and then that and then that and then slowly like the more I build the more I can get but like you don't need that much money uh, money I'm, I'm having that's coming in isn't that much I can always share how much money I'm making I don't really care uh, at least at this moment so next by next month so in 10 days I should get a salary of a thousand one hundred almost out of a thousand five hundred because taxes pension fund all of these things that you you pay for insurance health insurance and stuff like that they go right like <laughs> they go to, the, to a lot of places before it gets to your account so I have 1100 that I need to spend and then like okay I have rent I have the insurance is paid that's awesome I have my normal subscriptions like Spotify taking money from my account um, some other things that I'm subscribed to that I have to pay for monthly the gym which I'm waiting for my contract to end which should end end of Feb which sucks because I'm paying for two or three months that I'm not really using but as soon as I'm back to Berlin, I'm going to be at this MMA class. I'm going to be paying almost 60 euros a month. And the contract is going to run for like six months. And then I'm going to try and go at least three times a week. And it's something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. Like if I do this for six months, I'm going to be a very, very different person than who I am right now. Because it's a sport that just has you so mentally and physically tuned and aligned. It's just insane and like I'll be fit and so like with it and just the confidence that comes with knowing that you can protect yourself and all of that fucking love it um, so yeah aside from that I found it really funny that on my way oh right <laughs> I went to Hamburg on the 19th of December okay 19th of December was Thursday 17th was Tuesday 19th of December I went to Hamburg then from Hamburg I went to Dortmund and then I went to to Iserlohn where my aunt lives so I took the bus to, to Hamburg which ended up being cheaper than taking like a bus from Berlin to Dortmund instantly anyhow I took the bus to Hamburg and in the in the on the way like I'm reading this book about the psychotherapist doing stuff and <laughs> trying to like heal this 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 patient it's called uh, I'll remember what it's called and I mention it again because it's actually like a really good book uh, and I'm reading it and then I looked to my right and it's fucking dark but there's this guy who has his light on and he's like writing in his notebook like really really fucking intense and he looks like a character from a movie or a video game or a book like he has really cool tattoos like on his right hand he has a keyhole that looks like 
somehow angelic and on the left hand he has a keyhole that uh, that looks like a skull like death and then like he has this embryo and then this fucking thumbprint that also looks like a skull and like there's this embryo on the skull together so balanced out and then he has you know you know this circular type of tattoo people have around their biceps or shoulders so he had it he had it too but there was a skateboard on one of it and i only know like i know these things with so much details because like i i talked to him i i like i looked at him writing in his notebook like crazy and then he started reading this book and like he had like really short hair and he looked like a cool dude and i talked to him i think he's like 40 45 years old i looked at him i'm like hi i wanted to say hi to you because uh i don't know what i exactly said like you I saw you writing in your notebook and I'm, I'm curious to know what, what you're writing about or what are you reading or uh, I want to get to know you or something. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't really remember exactly what I said, but then we started talking like crazy. He started telling me about how he's, uh, he works with psychotherapists as an occupational therapist, trying to help people find work that they love. He was mugged two weeks ago by four 18 year olds that just put him into the ground and fucking beat the shit out of him kicked him in his head and kept kicking him over and over and over and over again until he was almost passed out and all of this happened 200 meters away from his house so he was walking home he's like fuck i'm almost home and then these four kids for no reason just kicked his ass and they didn't, didn't even rob him they took to, they took uh, like headphones or something for like something very basic from him and then they they kept going and so he told me like they didn't really take anything important but how how this made me feel, how they took, they, they didn't take anything important, but they took away from my sovereignty, is what he said. Sovereignität or something like that in German. Um, so like they took away from him his, his security, basically him feeling that he's safe or he can take care of himself or anything like that. So he's like, I need to get out of Berlin for a little bit, travel around and, and relax and, and try to find myself again and all of that and it's cool because he told me how his girlfriend has the key the keys to, to the locks that he has on his wrists uh, on her wrists too so I thought that was cool but then like he's, he started showing me how uh, he has these two rocks that he meditates with and all of that and I looked at this person and I'm like fuck it you know I have this bracelet I had this amethyst bracelet in my in my bag that I, I wore for like four years and I oh like it's a bracelet that I never lost it's one of my favorite bracelets but then like I got this urge and I was like fuck it pull it out of my bag and I'm like yo do you want to wear this he's like sure and he wears it and I'm like okay it's yours and he's like really I'm like yeah and like it felt so right to give it to him but then once it was his I was like fuck such a nice bracelet like why did I do this but then I was like you know I it's done I did it even though it was something that was close to me and important to me at that moment i really felt like this person is a very good person that's just trying to heal and find their way and i somehow wanted to support that by giving a bit of my energy to him it's like a fucking nice bracelet man that i just gave him his name is marco i'm probably gonna meet him for a coffee in berlin and like i had the thought you know can i ask him for the bracelet back like no you know you made this decision fucking stick to it um, and yeah I hope he just uses it or he doesn't lose it or anything like that but then again 
It's not something I can control. So, yeah, that was cool. You know, I talked to this fucking character and he was like super cool and weird. And like, I'm definitely going to be writing about him or like aspects of him, like the tattoos and all of that in the books that I write. Because like, there's always input, man. And like, I'm like, he described the tattoos for me. He's like, yeah, I got this uh, tattoo on my bicep like so long ago. And then like 10 years later, everyone had it. And I was like, fuck it, I love skateboarding. Let's have a skateboard on it. It was like such a simple skateboard, just a lion and two wheels on top of that other lion that's around his bicep, which I thought was like fucking super cool. Um, then I got to Hamburg and I had like my fucking suitcase with me in my bag. And I, and I went to this Christmas market where I was supposed to meet two old women that I met last year on the 19th of December at 7 p.m. So 19 p.m out of the 24 hours uh, we agreed that we'd meet next year at the same place at the same time and then I went and I was like super excited to see them because like fuck I came all the way from Berlin to see you but they, they weren't there they fucking weren't there man like I I went and I took that step and I didn't have their phone numbers or anything like that and I went like knowing like they're probably gonna be there but they weren't uh, but like I had my backup plan like I had a friend coming that I was going to sleep at and chill with and go out with. And another friend, Dennis, was there, found out on Instagram very quickly. I was like, fuck, Dennis is here. Called him, then we hung out the entire night. And like, while I was chilling and waiting, like there's something called Glühwein in uh, the Germans drink on, in winter markets. That's like very warm wine that you drink. And I drank a few of those and it was fucking really good because I didn't let myself drink any of it when I was in Berlin when I went to Christmas markets with friends or colleagues from work because I knew I was gonna be there then so I wanted to just drink it when I was there with like two those with those two old women. But then I just ordered myself one. I saw two girls that I just talked to and uh, they were pretty cool. One one's German and one's like half German, half Japanese and I think fuck like she was the one of the cuter girls I've seen in my life. It was like fucking half German, half Japanese. She has like the best of both. I just thought she was gorgeous and like her, her style was really nice. Everything about her was nice. And we talked for like an hour and a half and then my friend came, we talked some more. And then I went with my friend and we had a pretty good night. Saw Dennis and everything was pretty cool. Next day in the morning, I took the bus, came to Dortmund, six hour bus, had, had three phone interviews. But I decided to skip one because I just really didn't want that job. Um, and had the second two interviews in the bus, which I thought was also hilarious. <laughs> like, I didn't care that I was in the bus. I just you know, talked to these people for like half an hour, both of them. And, and I was fucking so honest with all of them. Uh, both were senior positions in like, in, in, in startups. And I, like, who the fuck am I to take senior position? And like I told them, like, guys, I've been in these internships. This internship, they went bankrupt. And this internship, I learned this and this and this. But what I want you to know is that you need to consider me as, as a guy who... I am a recent graduate, but I'm the type of person that just goes in and does stuff. <laughs> and I'll learn and I'll adapt and I'll, I'll do this. But, then, but I made it very clear that, you know, just because of how you communicate to me, because like the first guy I had the interview with, who was one of the founders of the company, and they're growing the company like slowly but surely like and i saw that there he's doing a good job and i made it very clear to him i love how you fucking communicate i love that you're the person talking to me and not just some hr manager who doesn't care about the company itself 
and I can see that we work well together. And he asked me a question, he's like, why are you passionate about what we do? I'm like, fuck if I'm passionate about what you do. I've been through what you do, because they help expats that come in from abroad to live in Germany and whatnot. And it's, they're called expatri expatrio, expatrio. And I was like, dude, I applied to so many damn startups, I can't tell you that I'm passionate about what you do. All I can tell you is that from how you communicate, I know that we'll work well together. And now that I'm talking to you, I know we'd be a good fit. But before that, I couldn't know. I applied and now we're here and we're talking. So it's a pr like, I, I was very, very honest in that way. Like I was like honest in a way that I really like. It's like, dude, this and this and this was the thought process that I went through. This is, this is what's actually happening right now. And if this continues to continue, then fucking awesome. And if it doesn't, then okay. But I didn't try to lie. I didn't try to make it seem like I know more than I do. I just made it, made them understand that I understand what's where I'm at and what's going on in the companies that, that, I'm, that I'm in and that I fucking communicate very clearly. And I think that's important. I don't know if I'll get the job or not, but I know that I like how I went about these things, you know, how I planned it out, how I had interviews on a bus, even though I was tired from the night beforehand and I just did it. And like, I can see myself being more and more of that person that just does what they need to do, when they need to do it, rather than wait and wait and wait. And I feel like I'm more active and more together as a person. A lot of what helped with that is this fucking coffee that I got that has this lion's mane mushroom in it, which is insane because like, it feels like it woke me up in a way that I didn't think I can be woken up. And then bam, in my face. <laughs> it's so, like it's, it's coffee that doesn't make me jittery. It doesn't let me not sleep. I don't feel uh, agitated. I don't feel like uh, I can't take a nap. Like I can drink it and I can take a nap. And the next day I'm still focused. I can't believe that something like this exists, man. It's very expensive. It's like every pack, you need one pack, let's say for like one glass of one cup of coffee, which is enough for the day. Um, but like one pack would be a euro and a half because like you got 10 packs in a box for 15 euros. But I think like I'm just going to get one box a month at least. It's going to be one of the things that I spend money on because it's, it's like, bam, moving me like crazy. Would be good to detox from it a little bit every now and then, of course, because I don't want to be dependent. But I can see like how, like I didn't drink it today and I'm still fucking going. Um, yeah, I love it. You know, no phone, just chilling with my aunts. Watched the Witcher series on Netflix. Pretty cool. Like I didn't expect them to do such a good job, but they did. Um, yeah, I like having a good series to watch. And watched all of that in like two, three days. I've been appreciating music a lot more with my headphones that I didn't feel like I deserved for a while, but now like I'm so happy that I have uh, and I appreciate them so much more now. It's funny how like at the beginning you can have like one type of relationship with something and then that quick that keeps changing and I feel more and more that they're me and me and they're so comfortable to wear for a very, very long time. Uh, damn, exciting life and I'm excited to keep going. And if I can't keep going, then it, it is what it is. But as I can, seeing as I can, I will. And what's nice is that I'm just aligning myself in the way that's best for me in the life that I'm living. And I think everyone should just do that for themselves more than anything. Because like, seriously, what am I doing other than trying to be happy and comfortable? Like, I don't want to force myself to feel like this pressure of, oh, I have this novel I want to write and I need to fucking finish it before my birthday. I need to fucking rush and rush and rush and rush. 
No man, I have fucking 50 other things that I have to take care of at the same time. So I'll write 3,000 words a week, which isn't much, and without any expectation of what they need to be or how they need to be, and I'll get into the habit of writing. I'll take care of my job, I'll take care of the job hunt, I'll take care of my apartment, I'll take care of finding a new roommate, which I found. I'll take care of making sure that my relationship with my roommate is good. I'll take care of finding a sport or activity that I can do. I can take care of trying to go to social events that I like and keeping in touch with the people that I need to get in touch with. I'll keep making sure that I'm showering uh, with cold water or meditating or doing my breathing exercise. Like there's a lot of these fucking things that I'm doing and I'm reading, like I'm reading a lot now. And what I really like is that I'm reading four books, different books at the same time. And I see that that's so much nicer for me and my type of attention than anything else. I don't get bored and I keep on getting very different types of information coming in very quickly. And that keeps my brain more and more engaged the more like different things are happening at the same time that I can absorb. And I'm fucking doing that, you know, like I, I go through my Kindle and I'm, I'm reading like this book about attention, fucking amazing book. I should make like a, like a list of books that I really like and share it. I'm not sharing things on the podcast like pictures or, or things like that. I close the website. Um, I, I wanted to show you guys the book cover, but I, I didn't do that. I wanted to show you guys, uh, uh, I don't know what else, but like, I'm not showing you guys shit. I should be doing that, but I don't know. Like, I think that's something I can eventually just do all at once, but who knows? Um, oh yeah, and I have the podcast to do that I'm still doing, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, like I, I'm happy moving at this slow p- pace with a lot of different things at once, you know. And sometimes I'm like so focused on one thing. Sometimes I'm focused on a lot of things. Sometimes, but like I can see now that a lot of how I am as a person, realizing that I can push forward, is just being okay with being bored, being okay with not having something move you or stimulate you, you know? Sure, I might feel hungry and it's a feeling that's trying to move me, but I don't need to move with it. Sure, I feel like I need to get out of the shower because it's cold, but it's not something I need to listen to. Sure, I'm sleeping on a fucking yoga mat and a lot of how I'm programmed tells me I need to be sleeping on a mattress, but it's not something that I need to listen to or abide by. And now like I'm sleep, I slept on the bed the other day. I was like, fuck this. I feel like sleeping on the floor <laughs> after 22 days of sleeping on the floor. Uh, now, like I really didn't like the bed today. Uh, so today I slept on the couch. Yesterday I slept on, on the bed and I just really didn't like it. So I'm just going to keep moving. I'm just going to keep focusing on these small things that I can keep doing without the pressure of feeling like, oh, like something has to get done by a certain point of time. As long as I can sustain myself and keep growing slowly and keep putting my money where it needs to go, not having a lot of money stored or not utilizing my money right, like I need to be utilizing my money as soon as I can utilize my money and make myself very comfortable and keep going after after that, you know? Just, I know that this thing would make my day a lot better every day for this next six months and I'm gonna get it. And this is why I got like a, a specific type of light bulb that has a shade of light that I like rather than the light that I have in my room that's like very, very white and bright. I like like calmer, more orange light. So I got the light bulbs, I got a certain type of mushroom supplements, ordered both of them and they both didn't arrive. So I need to order them again, but it's fine, you know, like 
I love it, you know, like I ordered the mattress online, a futon, a Japanese futon. It's like a very, very, very thin type of mattress uh, that's almost like sleeping on the floor. And it took like three weeks to arrive. And that's why I was sleeping on the floor the entire time. But when it arrived home, I didn't have my name on the door. It arrived a day or two earlier than it was supposed to, as written on, on the tracking for the item. And when I saw that, oh, they actually came and now I don't have my mattress and I'm not going to have it for like two, three more days. It's really not something that bothered me. You know, I think like if anyone listening to this right now heard the news like, oh, fuck, you're not going to sleep on a mattress for the next three days. You're going to sleep on the floor. Be like, oh, fuck. No, I don't want that. But for me, it was like, oh, okay, two, three more days on the yoga mat. You know, I'm, I'm really fine with that. Got used to it. I'm good. I'm resilient, I know I'm resilient, I know I can handle a lot, I know I can take a lot and keep moving. Not a lot can phase me, I, I feel like my structure is becoming more and more solid as, as a person. And I really like that, you know, I really like that, that, that I am this type of person that can take this world on and keep moving. Of course, without my support system and the people around me, I wouldn't be anything close to who I am right now. But I respect myself and I think that's a large part of of being able to love yourself and to, to move on. So just see the things that you can change little by little to see yourself being more and more resilient, to not have to listen to that comfort, comfort, comforting voice in your head that's just trying to keep you comfortable and down. And there's so much, so fucking much you can be. I think that's so much more than enough for today. <laughs> 41 minutes of just me talking about myself. I don't know who the fuck would listen to this ever. But hey, you know, it's, uh, it is what it is and let's see where this life goes.